This is episode 331 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk about how to stop repeating patterns in your life. And I'm also going to take you behind the scene with the work that I'm doing with my own coach and how I'm stopping patterns in my own life right now. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind, not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is a special episode where I'm taking you behind the scene. I'm so excited about that. I've been saying over the last number of episodes that I'm going to take you back in my own coaching with the work that I'm doing with my coach and changing my pattern in the circumstance of how I relate to work and how I relate to time. And I'm going to share why I'm doing this work a little bit later. But what I wanted to share with you before we get into the topic of today is I actually recorded this podcast on Instagram. I was so fired up with the work that I was doing with through my own coaching that I just jumped on Instagram one day, did a Instagram live and started recording. And that's what I'm going to share with you in just a few minutes the recording of that impromptu Instagram live. It was so good. We talked about so many things. I talked about my work, how to stop pattern. I gave you a tool called the Todd download. Like I was on fire. So I thought I have to bring this to going beyond the food podcast to all of you, my listener for the last six years. Now, before we jump to that section of the podcast, I just want to ask you, have you registered yet for enough? If you don't know what enough is, you have to go check it out. Enough is my two-day live event that I'm hosting on September the 17th. 2022 and September the 18th. So Saturday the 17th from 10 a.m. till 1 p.m. and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. EST. And it's going to be life-changing. We're going to talk about and we're going to do the work to change our own perspective of ourselves. I'm going to teach you how you can go into your brain and into your body and increase your self-worth. Change the opinion that you have to yourself. Because really, what most of us, one of the biggest consequences of diet culture that I have found over the last six years of doing this work with you guys and with myself is the feeling of not good enough. And that is what prevents us from living our best, better, fuller, bigger life. Even after we stop torturing ourselves with diet culture, we are still playing small. And we are doing that because we don't feel good enough. We don't feel worthy. And that's what we're going to resolve in that 
two-day event. So if you haven't registered yet, what are you doing? It's going to be the best investment of your time and money you will ever have made. I'm telling you, like it's the best hundred bucks you're going to have invested ever. I am going to blow your mind and you're going to blow your own mind of the result of investing these six hours on yourself with me and my team. So in the show notes, you will see the link with the details of it, but it's a no-brainer to me. It's the best investment of your time and money you can ever make because you're investing in you. So you can probably tell how passionate about this event that I am. So seriously, you got to go check it out. And I highly, highly recommend you come and join us for those two days. Now, I'm going to get quiet and we're going to roll the recording of the how to stop the pattern, repeating pattern in your life recording that I did over my passionate Instagram life. So we're going to talk about one of the reasons why we keep repeating patterns in our life. And I'm going to use my particular life as an example for people that are on in our community. I've talked about it a few days ago that I would share one of the goals that I'm pursuing right now and how here's the reason why we keep repeating pattern. How we do one thing is how we do everything. If you only take this away from the entire live broadcast, you got a million dollar worth of value. How you do one thing. Hello, everyone. There's some people on Instagram right now that are sending love. How we do one thing is how we do everything. Let me illustrate this example with one of the goals that I'm pursuing in my life right now. So some of you are new to my world. I have been coaching women for the last 10 years on changing their relationship to food. So leaving restrictive food habits, bingings, and all the crazy food behavior that are a result of restricting food because we wanted to have a shrink, a smaller body. We wanted to shrink our body and the tool we use was food, right? So for the last 10 years, I've been coaching women into that. I've done my own journey. So my relationship to food today is completely neutral, normal, Same with my fat body. I'm completely neutral to my body. And that's the reason why I'm so good at helping you guys achieving that goal of making food a non-issue, being neutral about your body. Because I've done it, I've studied it, and I've helped hundreds and hundreds of women doing it. So personally right now, my goal is not around food, it's not around body, so on my relationship to work, how I think about work, how I behave when I'm working, how I arrange my time when I'm working. 
And the reason I set that goal for me is I want a pleasurable relationship to work and time. And because of my past, again, if you're new around here, I've been coaching women for 10 years in health. But before that, I'm still 47 years old. I had a first career. And my first career was in the corporate world, business, coaching, retailers in a company called Hudson's Bay. For Canadian, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I used to work for the defunct branch called Zellers and I was the vice president of store operation and I was knee deep involved in corporate culture. Corporate culture at that time, I don't know what it is today, but at that time corporate culture was work hard, work 80 hours a week, Put in your effort. Don't wear your emotion on your sleep. It was a very patriarchal, men-centric, non-emotional environment. And I've learned to work from the time I was 22 to the time I was 40 in that environment. And I carried on these habits of work in building my business. And I want to change that. So I hired a coach and I'm working with the coach. The goal I gave her to help me with is to create pleasure in work and the way I manage my time. And then last week we were coaching on how I, was, how I had been doing the last week in creating pleasure and time. And my brain, how we do one thing is how we do everything. My brain has this pattern of all or nothing. Anybody listening to this is with me on this? Do you have a black and white thinking, all or nothing mindset? I gotta tell you, I don't know how many women I've coached, but let's say it's hundreds with many S's. I can tell you that 98% of the women that I work with who have spent years and decades restricting their body to shrink their body, have exactly the same as me, all or nothing. They've developed this all or nothing mindset, this pattern of thinking because of dieting. Because the only hope we had for however long you were trying to shrink your body, you were trying to restrict, the only hope you had to be successful in finally losing the weight was to go all in. And if you weren't all in, for sure, you weren't going to lose the weight. You were told this. You experienced this, meaning that it didn't work, right? The only way that you could lose the weight was to be 100% adherent to your meal plan, to your exercise plan. You had to do it 100%. So in order to survive this very traumatic experience, because yes, I fully believe that dieting and hating your body is a trauma. I'm a trauma-informed coach, so I come from this world. I experience this as a trauma. So in order to survive the very traumatic experience of dieting, you had to adopt patterns of thinking in order to survive. And all or nothing slash black and white thinking is one of those patterns that most of us have adopted in order to survive 
dieting and diet culture and hating our body. But here's the thing. I'm going to go to your comment in just a minute. Here's the thing. Even though you left diet culture behind and you're no longer dieting, if you haven't cleaned up your brain, you're likely still showing up to life in an all or nothing perspective, right? That's what people are saying in the comment right now. There was no way to progress if you weren't perfect. And that's why diet culture, just a side note, I don't want to go too deep on that, but that's why the weight loss industry is so freaking profitable. $954 billion in two years ago, I think, the statistic, because it doesn't work. And the only way you can hope to get to that 1% is by being perfect and never ever mess up and keep that for the rest of your life. Close that parenthesis. Let's go back to how we do one thing is how we do everything. So as I was talking to my coach about changing how I relate to work to make it more pleasurable, I was going all in on pleasure. My brain, I did not check in my brain and my brain was like, okay, this is a diet. We have to do it 100%. So we have to have pleasure 100% of the time when we think about work. And it wasn't working because work isn't meant to be 100% pleasurable all the time, most of the time, but there is mundane tasks that you got to do when they're not pleasurable, but you put some good music in the background and you just go at it, right? You make the environment pleasurable, but the task in itself, like doing accounting people. For me, as a coach, accounting is not pleasurable. But what I do when I do accounting, I put the music very loud in the background, the best music I love, and I enjoy and I create pleasure from listening to the music while I do accounting. Needless to say, when my coach looked at my way of thinking and approaching this, like, girl, you're like, you're approaching this with perfection, with all or nothing. I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. (laughs) This way of being, how we do one thing is how we do everything, a response to the trauma of trying to shrink my body for years, was showing up in the way I was pursuing my goal to make work and time more pleasurable. So I'm going to turn this to you. I don't like all of you have a different level of self-awareness. If you've been coached before, if you've never been coached, wherever you are on the spectrum of self-awareness, just ask yourself this question. Am I repeating patterns in my life? If so, where? Be honest with yourself and look at the patterns, right? What are those patterns? Are they just like me? Go all in, do it 100% of the time, whatever the goal is, the thing to achieve the goal, you're doing it 100%. You're doing it perfectly so well for like maybe a couple days, a couple weeks, even a couple months. And then it stops. And then you don't do it. And then you quote unquote call yourself yet again a failure. 
Does that sound like you? <laughs> By the way, that's why I hire a coach, right? Because I know my pattern, I know how I am, and I need somebody to guide me through this transformation of how I'm approaching work. So if that sounds like you, ask yourself why. Why is it that I go all in, right? Where does that come from? Where does this belief come from? Because the other thing you want to be aware of, the way you're currently approaching the pursuit of your goal is not the only way. There's other ways of approaching your goals. But right now, it's like you're wearing blinders, right? The, you're wearing blinders to the only thing that you know, which is to pursue goal all in or all out. Because that's what you've done for years and decades in regards to your health, to your weight, to your body, right? You pursued it with all in or all out. So you're like, okay, goal, put my blinders on, all in or all out. How we do one thing is how we do everything. If you've learned to pursue goals that way, and you've never expanded your awareness to another way, that's likely how you're approaching goals right now. Is it? I would love to hear from wherever you are, with wherever social media you're in right now, I'd love to hear from you, is that you? One of the things that I teach all my clients and my students is a new way of pursuing goals. So if you're open, I'm gonna share with you a different perspective. How we do one thing is how we do everything until you're presented with another way. And then somebody explains you another way, you get to decide do I want to do this or not? Nobody forces you. Nobody convinces you it's the right way. You get to decide. So I'm going to propose you another way. So maybe this new way will become how you do everything for the next 10 years. Okay. Here's how I see goals after leaving diet culture. One of the things that I... Thought, I thought a goal was to achieve it, right? Just to, to whatever, lose the weight, shrink the body, get the health status. It was about the thing at the end and the pursuit of the goal was to achieve the goal and then be happy and then be whatever once I achieve the goal. And that's how diet culture and the weight loss industry function so well is they're saying you cannot be happy until you look like this so you lose the weight. And then you think the pursuit of the goal, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I got to be all in because I cannot be happy. I cannot be confident. I cannot be content. I cannot be comfortable unless I lose the weight and this and that and this and that. What if it wasn't that? What if you were allowed to be happy, to be confident, to be comfortable right now? That the journey to your goal wasn't to allow yourself to be happy, but instead it was about learning to be happy now and becoming 
a new version of yourself. But the pursuit of it was to learn to be happy, to be confident, to be content right now. Not conditionally to you of being achieving the goal. Is your brain breaking? It's possible. There's a lot of people. There's probably millions with an S of people who do goals this way. I mean, if you take any professional athletes, I've heard an interview a few years ago with Michael Phelps. If you don't know who Michael Phelps is, I think at the time he was the most medaled swimmer in the world. Like he had a collection of Olympic and world titles, like 20 plus around his neck. And the interviewer asked him a question. How do you feel motivated to pursue your career? You've won everything. And he looked at him, he looked at the interviewer in complete surprise. He says, well, the reason why I'm swimming isn't because I'm going to be contempt when I achieve or get the medal. For me, it's the training. That's what I get high on. That's what I get motivated on. It's the, it's the training, it's the pursuit, it's the journey. And he said it in such a way that it was this complete norm for him. And the opposite view, which is the goal is to become like the number one swimmer in the world and the most meddled and rewarded was so foreign to him. Because that's not how he's thinking about pursuing a goal. And I remember this was years ago. I watched this interview and I was literally, quote, flabbergasted. I'm like, what? Even the number one athlete in the world doesn't think of goal like I do. And then I started to like, I bought a book about somebody who was talking about goal from actually being having the goal right now. And that was the journey to become the version of yourself. Not about delaying the reward. It's just like broke my brain. That's how we do goals. That's how we teach goals in all of my program, because that's one of the reasons why we struggle so hard coming off of that culture to be contempt and to be happy is because we have this false understanding of what goals are. And we don't clean up our thinking. We don't change our perspective on goal. We keep the same one from that culture that we're not good enough until we achieve the standard. How up is that? Is that you? That was me until I listened to Michael Phelps. I'm like, holy shit. This is why I keep even though I'm not trying to shrink my body, but I'm looking at my business, I'm looking at my relationship to work, and I keep failing is because I'm approaching it from way back from diet culture. Like I'm not good enough. So how we do one thing is how we do everything. So I talked about the all or nothing mindset, and I talked about the misunderstanding of what a goal is and what a, what how we should or could if we decide to engage into a goal in a way that feels good right away. And I could continue give you 
all kinds of example of how we do one thing is how we do everything and how it shows up into your life. Now, the way to get yourself out of those patterns is to first understand that nothing's gone wrong. Your brain is just trying to survive. Your brain is approaching different circumstances in your life in a way that has been proven to be the most efficient in the past. Based on your life and your past, this is the most efficient way for you to survive the environment. So your brain just keeps repeating that until you intervene. And that's the beauty. Until you realize this is what's happening, I just explained that to you, and that there's another way. I'm gonna give you a tool here that I teach to my client and my student. It's called Pause, Question, Choose. You all ready? Pause, Question, Choose. So when you find yourself in repeated pattern, take a pause. Stop buying into the self-critical thinking, which is a whole other live that I need to do on that. Nothing will ever come out positive for you from self-critical thinking. It hasn't up to now, and it will not. You can keep the next 15, 20 years criticizing yourself like you did. How we do one thing is how we do everything. To survive diet culture, you had to criticize yourself. You're coming off of diet culture. You don't investigate your brain. You continue to criticize yourself, and you think it's going to work now. No, it's not. So pause. Stop all the self-critical thinking. Do a thought download. Get like Move these thoughts out of your brain. And then ask yourself, why do I keep producing the same result in this aspect of my life? Why do I keep repeating the patterns? Could there be another way? And start looking for another way of approaching your goal, the problematic you're trying to solve in your life. Look for another way. And then choose. Take a risk. Try something different. Try a different approach, a different perspective. And then coach yourself into this new way of thinking until it becomes your default. This is what I call self-coaching. If you want to change your pattern, if you want to change your thinking, you're going to have to be your own coach or pay a coach. Either way, it's either someone else coaches you or you coach yourself into changing the way you think so you can produce a different result. Pause, question, choose. And the other thing I talked about was doing a thought download. That's very simple. A thought download is something, again, I'm going to teach it to you right now. Very easy. Take a blank page. Write at the top the problem, the circumstance, the trigger, the thing that leads you to be self-critical. Write it at the top. And then take a pen and start taking all your thoughts in your brain poof, and put them on the piece of paper. That's called a thought download. Such a simple tool, but so powerful to get the self-critical thoughts that are ruminating in your brain out of you. Thought download. And then 
Don't stop writing until you've inventoried all the thoughts you have in your brain about whatever is triggering you at that moment. So how we do one thing is how we do everything. For those of you that are new here, we have a podcast called Going Beyond the Food on iTunes and all the podcast platform. It's been running for six years. Go to podcast 324 and go listen to that podcast. It's a further deep dive into coaching and how we do one thing is how we do everything with different example. I wanted to share my personal journey here to illustrate this concept here, but on this podcast episode, I give you other example. So hope this was, or at least it offers you a different perspective. I'll see you on the next live. Bye. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.